Hi there and welcome to the Adventures with Jesus Today podcast. I'm your host Lisa Vandenberg and today we're going to be talking about the life-changing power of interacting with the Trinity. I want to invite you to come across to our website, thewaysofwisdom.com. I've been doing workshops and we take an hour where we delve into a topic and it's wonderful. We talk it through together, we do exercises and people are just raving about the results. So I've put all of these up and they're available for you at the website. So pop in your email address and then we'll let you know when forthcoming uh, workshops are coming up. And we'll actually do one on this topic. So we'll have this podcast, but then next Wednesday, we will actually delve into a workshop on how to interact with the Trinity um, as we share in this podcast. And you'll get a personal experience of what it looks like to interact with God as Father, to interact with Jesus as Savior, and to interact with the Holy Spirit as Helper. It's going to be a wonderful time. So come across and find out more details. So I was with a coaching client yesterday and he was voicing some frustration at something that had happened at church on Saturday and he was going, and and somebody says, look into the face of Jesus. And he said, I don't know how to do that. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what Jesus looks like. I'm asking him to show me what he looks like, but all I see is the painting that I've seen of what Jesus looks like. <laughs> and I could resonate with him. I could, you know, that's happened to me. I said, Jesus, we say we, say we can see your eyes and we can see your face and, you know, um, but I don't know how I see that. And I just see what somebody else has painted. And there are various versions of what Jesus looks like, right? And I could feel his frustration because all he wants to do is to be closer to Jesus, is to find out more about who he is and, you know, have that deeper intimate relationship with him. And so I sat reflecting over my journey of what it has looked like for me to go from that place of frustration of wanting to see more and the angst of wanting to do that to where I am today, which is just having such a easy and intimate relationship with God the Father and Jesus as Savior and the Holy Spirit as helper. So as we sat talking, I realized that um, rather than the equation looking like us trying to see God's face, us trying to interact with Him like that, their, their desire to interact with us is actually way bigger than our desire to see them and our desire to interact with them. They want relationship with us. They are eager to speak to us each day. They're eager to, uh, in, to, to answer our questions, to give us the wisdom that we need to be able to walk through the day. And that's the first point. It changes everything when you realize that they are way more eager to interact with us and let us know about them and who they are than we even are in wanting to find that out, wanting to get to know them. And it's beautiful, isn't it, in any relationship, when both parties are interested in getting to know more about the other one, then it just creates this excitement and freedom to discover, right? And as we are in that heart posture, it takes away the angst and it takes away the, oh, I want to achieve this and I want to see what it looks like. And so as I have been on this journey of trying to discover and discerning and getting into a relationship with God as my father, I had a great father on earth. Um, but we all know that we're human beings and there's just so much more to God, right? So I realized that I've interacted with God by just asking him, for his, who are you, Lord? What is your nature? What's your characteristics? Delving into the word, you know, when it says the goodness of God draws men to repentance, I'm like, Lord, how are you good? 
what does that look like as my father? What does that look like in my life? How are you being actively good to me? Actively good to us as the body of Christ. And I've just asked him for to describe himself. To, to show me through the word, to speak to me, to you know, show me through nature, to the things he's created. Who are you as father? And so one of the beautiful things that, that happens for me is, um, as I've gone on this journey and can happen for you too, is he's gone all the way through from showing me, you know, as you, as you uncover in the word, it's gone all the way through from showing me how he sits and uh, commands the universe. And my husband has this beautiful relationship with the Lord too. And he was sharing with me last night. He said, Lisa, imagine the pictures that you see of the galaxy, right? We've all seen pictures of these huge galaxies out there where you just see like millions and billions of stars. And and remember the ones that you've seen where there's sort of a, a bright light in the middle and all of the other stars and planets and things are swirling around them. That's how we can picture God, that he's that light in the middle of these galaxies and he's commanding the stars and the planets and everything listens to him and does what he says because they're all creation, right? They're, they're all from him and for him. And it is our delight as his kids, as every atom on the planet to listen to the one who created us. And so from even that majestic viewpoint, I say, God, will you let me sit with you? Will you let me show, let me see um, what these galaxies look like? What does it look for you to be commanding the planets and commanding the stars and to be putting gravity into place and all of these majestic things that are way beyond anything I can think of? <laughs> but I ask him to, show, to let me see through his eyes as a father how did he create all of that and how does that relate to me on earth? And so that means that he created gravity. He created the water cycle. He created soil so that we could have crops. He created um, rain so that they would be watered. He created the different types of water, the sea and the fresh water, so that they'd serve different functions. He created uh, the system of plants being able to send out oxygen and take in carbon dioxide and cleanse the air. He created all of these things as our father so that we had a place on the planet to be that could sustain life and have, have us have abundant life. And in his father's heart, in his love for us, in his desire to see us flourish in the way he created us, the way he knit us together in our mother's womb, I say to him, Lord, what did it look like? How do you put us together? How do you decide what goes into each person and breathe life into them? What are your purposes for our lives? I just ask him to show me his nature as a father. And so he takes me all the way from the galaxy down into relating to him as my dad. And uh, in different seasons of our lives, we will need to, we will need him as father in different ways. So I've realized that one of the ways that I really relate to him is as my security. So when I'm feeling insecure about something or I'm afraid about something, I picture my dad who's on my side. He's got my back and everything that's trying to make me feel bad runs when my dad's in the room, right? And you know what? My dad's always in the room. <laughs> Your dad is always in the room. He says he'll never leave us nor forsake us. 
But in those times where we let the fear rock us, I just remember, oh, my father's here and he's my strong tower. He's the one I run to. I'm underneath his wings and he protects me. All of the verses then come alive, right? The, the Bible verses that you've put into yourself faithfully come alive and you remember who he is as your father. And one of the practical ways that I remind myself of this is in the morning when my alarm goes off, and my first conscious thing that I do is I raise both of my hands to heaven like I'm a little child asking her dad to pick, him up, pick her up, <laughs> right? And I see my father God lean down and he envelopes me in his arms and he picks me up and I cuddle into his neck and he holds me in his strong, powerful arms. And I remember that my dad is not only the ruler of everything, of galaxies and systems and planets, but he's also the one that will hold me like a little child. And there's something that grows in the beauty of love that a father has for his child and a child has for their father that helps me to see him as father, as my dad, as my champion, as, my, as the one that is, is strong on my behalf, the one who's unconditionally loving of me. There's nothing I could ever do besides renouncing him that would stop him picking me up. Because he'll honor me if we renounce him, he'll honor that. And he'll go, oh, please don't do that. But I'm going to listen to what you say. So what if, what if you woke up tomorrow morning and lifted up your arms? And then even through the day, I do it throughout the day. If I'm feeling wobbly or something's happened, I'll lift up just one hand. Like I'm walking next to him on a road and I lift up my hand to take my dad's outstretched hand. And so that's how I've related to him as father. So it's taken away the angst of having to, Lord, I want to see your face. I want to, you know, there's always that pursuit because we will be discovering aspects of who he is for eternity, right? There's always more to discover. But now it isn't attached to angst with me. It's now a journey of discovering him as my dad. And then with Jesus, Jesus is our savior, right? So he's the one that actually paid for everything the enemy is trying to bring against us each day, the particular areas of temptation that we fall into, the things that are our weaknesses. Jesus paid for us to not have to fall into that anymore and to actually come back into the family of our dad, right? And go, no, 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 you don't have to listen to the enemy anymore. You don't have to be in those old patterns anymore. You are a new creation and you're now adopted into our family. So I'll say to Jesus, Lord, what does your salvation mean to me right now? In this, you know, you find yourself in a situation. Maybe somebody has said something to you that's that, and you are upset about it. Jesus, what does you as Savior look like to me right now? Oh, that means I don't have to go into the cycle of judging that person or being offended at that person because you set me free from having to think that way, the way I did before I was saved. You've actually set me free to bless the person, love on them, ask you to help them where they're at, um, speak to my heart and heal it, right? That's the, that's the conversation that I have with him. Jesus, this is what your death on the cross means to me right now in this situation. Isn't that just beautiful? And you get to apply the truth of what happened on the cross every moment of the day. 
And then, of course, the other thing is that Jesus was here. He lived on earth. He knows what it's like to be hot. He knows what it's like to be cold. He knows what it's like to have people who don't like you actively not not only don't like you but they're actively hunting you to kill you he knows what it's like to be around different personalities different different types of ways of doing things different ways of speaking you know we we naturally get on with some people and naturally don't get on with other people but Jesus showed us how to love everyone and how to talk to everyone differently he showed us what it looks like to listen to God the Father and do what God says on the earth he showed us what it looks like to totally rely on the Holy Spirit you know, the Holy Spirit is the one that helped him to do the miraculous that he did on earth. So Jesus' life is a model of showing us how we get to live on earth. So the way I relate to him is as my friend. So I see him as physically being here with me on the earth and as my friend, right? So um, the way that looks is in my sitting room where I have my quiet time, here as I'm sitting at my desk, when I'm driving in the car, I make a place for him. I have a chair that he sits in. So when I have my quiet time, I sit opposite him and we have a conversation. Here at my desk, there's a chair the other side of my desk and I talk to him about, Lord, how do we write this email? Lord, what does business look like going forward? How do we love on people today? How do we equip people to know who you are today? And we have conversations all throughout the day about about my business and things that are going on in life because he's been here he knows how to do that and then in my car I keep the passenger seat open when there's nobody else with me and I have a conversation with him as I drive we talk through things and I pray for people as we're driving on the road I talk to him about stuff that's going in on in my own life so I see him as physically here with me and as my buddy and then, of course, the where he is now is seated at the right hand of God, and we are seated in him. So similarly, when I'm when my thoughts are a bit scattered and I'm worried about things and things don't seem to be working, and I, you know we get that frustrated feeling, I actually stand up and then I sit back down into my chair, and I imagine that Jesus is sitting on the chair, and I call him Jello Jesus. So I imagine this Jello outline of a person, and when I get up and sit down, I sit into the jello person. So I'm seated in Christ Jesus in heavenly realms. And it just helps me to refocus, helps me to come back to the truth of who Jesus is and see what I'm worried about in the circumstances and not agree with that and come back to the truth instead, right? So it helps me to see him as my buddy. It helps him to see, helps me with a chair next to me to see him as here, to have a conversation with him each day because he knows what it's like. So I want to know, how did you deal with different personalities, Jesus? How did you deal with mm, being too hot, being too cold? <laughs> And, you know, what did it look like figuring out what to wear each day? <laughs> I know that's a silly example, but, you know, just things. He knows what it's like to live on earth. So I see him as my friend, as my savior, and as the one who is seated at the right hand of God in Christ, at the right hand of God, and I get to sit in him, which means that he can give me the insight to know. So one is the place of power where we're seated with him. One is the place of friendship where he's seated next to us and we talk to him. And then one is the place of wisdom where he gets to walk us through what it looks like on earth. The place of example of how to live each day. right? And it's beautiful because actually you get to know 
parts of their personality and parts of the way, like what they think is funny and what kind of music, <laughs> how they love listening to music that you like and just all sorts of things. It creates this great friendship. And then, of course, there's the wonderful Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit's uh, job on the earth, the reason he's here, is to help us model the way Jesus lived. So Jesus needed the Holy Spirit to bring heaven to earth so that they could, he could model to us what it looked like for us to live the same way. So the way I see the Holy Spirit is he adds the super to our natural. He's the one who is, in, in the Amplified Version, the description of him is just beautiful. And I'll say to him, the Holy Spirit, what counsel do you have for me right now? He's the source of wisdom, you know, um, the wisdom that's talked about in Proverbs. So I say, Holy Spirit, what wisdom do you have for me in this circumstance? How can I see what's happening in front of me from a different viewpoint? Uh, looking at things from heaven's perspective instead of how I feel on the earth, about what's happening on the earth, you know, what does it look like? I'll ask him for strength when I'm physically weak, when I'm tired or not feeling so well. I'll say, thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are my strength. Thank you that you're my advocate. When I feel like the enemy is accusing me of something or you know, just um, feeling that attack, then I go, Holy Spirit, how are you defending me right now? Um, and then, Holy Spirit, how is there anything to convict me of? Is there anything that, any way that I'm agreeing with a lie instead of the truth of what God says? And he's our convictor. He helps us to get back on the right path, right? Brings us back to righteousness. He's the one that helps us to see the majesty of heaven's answers when we can only see the small thing in front of us on earth. He'll go, hmm. Have you looked at it from this perspective? What about this? Yeah, and he'll give us the answers to be able to, to walk out the prayer that Jesus prayed on earth as it is in heaven. He gives us the strength to do it. He aligns our beliefs with the Lord, with the truth, so that what Jesus paid for can actually happen on the earth. That's how we can pray for people and they'll be healed. It's how we can coach people and counsel each other, walk with each other, and the truth sets us free. This is the beauty of what the Holy Spirit does, and this is why he's here. So each aspect of his nature, I pull on them. And so the, the practical way that looks like is turning aside from what we're doing. So I will physically turn away from my computer. And for me, it, walks to go and, it works to go and walk with him. So even if that means walking around my office, you know, making circles on the carpet because I'm walking around the office, or if you're able to get outside, walking outside in nature, there's just something about seeing the majesty of the different leaves God creates and the different ways things Things look that remind us that it's not just all about ourselves, there's so much more available. And as I turn aside from what I'm doing and I ask Holy Spirit, that's when we get wisdom. That's when He gives us ideas of things and ways to do things that are quite different from anything that we would ever have imagined. Right? So these are the ways that it's turned from the angst of, Jesus, I want to see what your face looks like, and I don't want to see the painting of your face. I want to see what you actually look like. It's taken that angst away from me and has just invited me into relationship instead. And this is the invitation that's being extended to you today is asking God the Father to show you who he is as your father. However you need him to be in, in a particular season, in a particular moment, what does it look like to have the God of the universe as well as the one who will pick you up and cuddle you, be your father. 
What does it look like to have Jesus, who knows exactly what we're going through, was here and modeled how to live from heaven to earth as your savior, the one who has set you free from the enemy being able to do anything to you, as your friend who will talk to you as you make space for him? What does it look like to have Jesus, your friend, with you? And then what does it look like to get the supernatural wisdom of heaven through the Holy Spirit, to have his help, to add the super to your natural, so that when we we look like God, we look like Jesus on the earth, we get to shine our light, like Matthew 5, 16 says. We get to shine our light so brightly that men see our good works and the natural result is they glorify our Father in heaven. This is what the Holy Spirit's here to help us to do. So I want to encourage you again that the Trinity actually want you to see them as the three separate beings that they are, as well as the fact that they're all together on our side. They want you to discover them as Father, as Savior, and as friend. This is the delight of their heart. This is the invitation into relationship. So today, I bless you to know God as your Father, to know Him both as majestic and intimate, to know him as your protector and your provider and your source and the one who has got your back, the one who's on your side for you and you are fully adopted as his son or daughter. I bless you to know Jesus as your savior, to truly walk in the salvation that he's paid for, to model on earth what it looks like to be the son or daughter of a father who loves us and how to bring heaven to earth. I bless you today to have ears to hear the Holy Spirit who's always talking, whose voice you know and you've heard him forever. Now you just get to sit, to amp that up and to hear him even more, to know him as your counselor and your strength and your guide and your comforter, all of the beautiful attributes of adding his super to your natural. Ah, what an amazing way to live. So come across to thewaysofwisdom.com. Let's walk through things together. I love putting on these workshops and actually walking us through the practical application of living the life that Jesus has invited us into. And share this podcast. Let's spread hope to the world. Send this to your friends and your colleagues and uh, whoever you know needs some encouragement and some understanding of who God is and an invitation into a relationship with him. And join us for the Wednesday workshop. You'll find information not only on the website, thewaysofwisdom.com, but on our Facebook pages too. And you are very welcome to come. It's free for everybody to join. I just love walking this out with with everybody that listens and everybody that I get the opportunity and the privilege of doing life with. So as always, Jesus is inviting you on an adventure today. Will you accept? <music>